the first Sunday in Lent. The Collecton Psalm will be read from the Episcopal Church Book of Common Prayer. The Old Testament Epistle and Gospel will be read from the International Children's Bible. Almighty God, whose blessed Son was led by the Spirit to be tempted by Satan, come quickly to help us who are assaulted by many temptations, and as you know the weaknesses of each of us, let each one find you mighty to save, through Jesus Christ your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Old Testament is from Genesis chapter 9, verses 8 through 17. Then God said to Noah and his sons, Now I am making my agreement with you and your people who will live after you. And I also make it with every living thing that is with you. It is with the birds, the tame animals, and the wild animals. It is with all that came out of the boat with you. I make my agreement with every living thing on earth. I make this agreement with you. I will never again destroy all living things by floodwaters. A flood will never again destroy the earth. And God said, I am making an agreement between me and you and every living creature that is with you. It will continue from now on. This is the sign. I am putting my rainbow in the clouds. It is the sign of the agreement between me and the earth. When I bring clouds over the earth, a rainbow appears in the clouds. Then I will remember my agreement. It is between me and you and every living thing. Floodwaters will never again destroy all life on the earth. When the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will see it. Then I will remember the agreement that continues forever. It is between me and every living thing on the earth. So God said to Noah, That rainbow is a sign. It is the sign of the agreement that I made with all living things on earth. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. The psalm appointed for the day is Psalm 25, verses 1 through 9. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. My God, I put my trust in you. Let me not be humiliated, nor let my enemies triumph over me. Let none who look to you be put to shame. Let the treacherous be disappointed in their schemes. Show me your ways, O Lord, and teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. In you have I trusted all the day long. Remember, O Lord, your compassion and love, for they are from everlasting. Remember not the sins of my youth and my transgressions. Remember me according to your love and for the sake of your goodness, O Lord. 
Gracious and upright is the Lord, therefore he teaches sinners in his way. He guides the humble in doing right, and teaches his way to the lowly. All the paths of the Lord are love and faithfulness, to those who keep his covenant and his testimonies. The epistle is from 1 Peter chapter 3 verses 18 through 22. Christ himself died for you, and that one death paid for your sins. He was not guilty, but he died for those who are guilty. He did this to bring you all to God. His body was killed, but he was made alive in the spirit. And in the spirit he went and preached to the spirits in prison. These were the spirits who refused to obey God long ago in the time of Noah. God was waiting patiently for them while Noah was building the boat. Only a few people, eight in all, were saved by water. That water is like baptism that now saves you, not the washing of dirt from the body, but the promise made to God from a good heart. And this is because Jesus Christ was raised from death. Now Jesus has gone into heaven and is at God's right side. He rules over angels, authorities, and powers. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. The Gospel is from Mark chapter 1, verses 9 through 15. At that time Jesus came from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to the place where John was. John baptized Jesus in the Jordan River. When Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven open. The Holy Spirit came down on him like a dove. A voice came from heaven and said, you are my son, and I love you. I am very pleased with you. Then the Spirit sent Jesus into the desert alone. He was in the desert forty days, and was there with the wild animals. While he was in the desert, he was tempted by Satan. Then angels came and took care of Jesus. After John was put in prison, Jesus went into Galilee and preached the good news from God. Jesus said, The right time has come, the kingdom of God is near. Change your hearts and lives, and believe the good news. The Gospel of the Lord On February 20th, we celebrate the life of Frederick Douglass, orator and advocate for truth and justice, read from a great cloud of witnesses. Born as a slave in February 1818, 
Frederick Douglass was separated from his mother at the age of eight and given by his new owner, Thomas Ald, to his brother and sister-in-law, Hugh and Sophia Ald. Sophia attempted to teach Frederick to read along with her son, but her husband put a stop to this, claiming it would forever unfit him to be a slave. Frederick learned to read in secret, earning small amounts of money when he could and paying neighbors to teach him. In 1838, Frederick Bailey, as he was then known, escaped and changed his name to Frederick Douglass. At the age of 14, he had experienced a conversion to Christ in the African-American Episcopal Church, and his recollection of that tradition's spiritual music sustained him in his struggle for freedom. Those songs still follow me to deepen my hatred of slavery and quicken my sympathies for my brethren in bonds. An outstanding orator, Douglas was sent on speaking tours in the northern states, sponsored by the American Anti-Slavery Society. The more renowned he became, the more he had to worry about recapture. In 1845, he went to England on a speaking tour. His friends in America raised enough money to buy out his master's legal claim to him so that he could return to the United States in safety. Douglas eventually moved to New York and edited the pro-abolition journal North Star, named for the fleeing slave's nighttime guide. Douglas was highly critical of churches that did not disassociate themselves from slavery. Challenging those churches, he quoted Jesus' denunciation of the Pharisees, They bind heavy burdens and grievous to be borne, and lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. Matthew 23, verse 4. A strong advocate of racial integration, Douglas disavowed black separatism and wanted to be counted as equal among his white peers. When he met Abraham Lincoln in the White House, he noted that the president treated him as a kindred spirit without one trace of condescension. Douglas died in 1895. Let us pray. Almighty God, we bless your name for the witness of Frederick Douglass, whose impassioned and reasonable speech moved the hearts of people to a deeper obedience to Christ. Strengthen us also to speak on behalf of those in captivity and tribulation, continuing in the word of Jesus Christ, our Liberator, who with you and the Holy Spirit dwells in glory everlasting. Amen.